Welcome to It's a Fit Life Creation Podcast with me, Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur and a transformation coach. Jumpstart transformation to time to transform, to boss brand, to money maker, to inspiring with influence and more. So let's create. And I lost over 55 pounds four years ago with the help of Herbalife Nutrition, Meal Bags, Team Edge, NASA, a certified public accountant. I've served in over eight industries, generating others over seven to nine figure results consistently while having my own money in chaos to create a life and a business I love. It's about the passion, the purpose, the people, and the profits to create a life and a business you love, tune in to the stories and the journey as we create It's a Fit Life Creation. Welcome to how passion plus purpose equals profits and the excerpt or a sneak peek into the purpose section. I believe I am and we are multi-purposed. I believe our purpose comes from number one, pure passion, number two, uniqueness, number three, historical influence, number four, what we overcome. Number five, how we evolve. Number six, the pursuit of potential. Number seven, the ultimate legacy. The things we love and the light, the things we love and that light us on fire for life are as unique as a thumbprint. There is a reason why you love what you love and that there are people that are and will uniquely be drawn to you. As you walked through passion, I'm sure that some things were awakened in you. As you saw in my own story, I am no different than you. I will share my example and then I want you to take the same approach on your purpose. In passion, which as you guys are listening in, it's in an earlier episode on the podcast and a post on the blog. You learned a lot about what you love, about what you overcame or you're overcoming your evolution and legacy. So here, let's focus on two through seven. Our uniqueness. I was born in Poland to a Polish mother, Eva, and a Bulgarian father, Krum. I lived in a refugee camp from the time I was six months until about a year and a half. I was in four countries by the time I was two. I speak four languages. I have a knack for getting along with people of all different races and countries. People comment on this to me all the time. This started from a very, very young age. Actually, if I'm really real, it started in the womb. 
I also have many instances in life, the above included, where it was clear that a higher power and the hand of protection by our, by our creator, the spirit and the sun was at work. There was a time when I left my home at the age of three and crossed the street by myself in Houston, Texas to go to my mom's work. The babysitter wasn't paying attention. I went looking for my mom at work because I wanted to see her. Her coworker found me within an hour playing by myself in the aisles at the store next door. There were two times, once at the age of four and another at the age of six, where I was almost molested. However, thankfully, before anything inappropriate happened, my mom had a feeling to come to me or a neighbor showed up just in time. I've always been multi-passionate in every way. I've always had a deep passion for learning. Not only have I traveled since being conceived, but I've also always loved exploring cultures. I have now traveled to over 25 countries. I'm a huge risk taker and highly adventurous. I've gone skydiving, real life and indoor now, scuba diving, I'm also advanced certified and have done numerous water sports, including surfing where I broke my leg in 2016 and yes, I'm going again. I also left my job, interrupted my accounting courses for my CPA and left Houston to pursue working on the NBC Apprentice TV show in 2014 on a leap of faith. I always had side hustles in every single position I had in corporate from within a few years of finishing grad school to becoming an entrepreneur, even in times when I was working 80 plus hours a week. Many things come easy for me that I am now aware do not for others. Your uniqueness. How are you unique? What sets you apart? What did or do people make fun of you for, which can actually be the greatest blessings and gifts when you own your power? What comes easy to you? What unique experiences have you had? What ways do you interact that are different? How do you see the world differently? Historical influence. Historical influence may mean many things. This may be the influence from family, or people that raised you. It could be influences from your city or country. Your biggest influence may come from your culture or heritage. Here are some examples into my story and influences that have shaped and or impacted me. I'm Polish and Bulgarian. This includes my parents, languages, traditions, and the food. Some other areas of impact include history of the countries themselves, wars, communism, Holocaust, to name a few, and belief systems. This involves the power of choice and choosing to love and accept some of the influences and step-by-step -step breaking free of many of them. For example, I love my parents dearly and in many ways I'm similar to them. In many ways, I am very different and I choose to be different. I love cultures and experiencing them wholeheartedly. One of my desires is to travel to over 100 plus countries I am deeply saddened by wars and Holocaust. I almost went to visit Auschwitz, one of the concentration camps near Katowice. I was actually born in Katowice in Poland. I was on my way in 1999 to visit with my godmother, Hanya. Yet for some reason, the camp closed an hour earlier that day. I took it as a sign to never forget what atrocity humanity is capable of, yet not to visit at that time. 
I'm deeply passionate about expression, love, and freedom. This is the polar opposite of oppression, hate, and bondage. My mom's loves. My mom is deeply unconditional in many ways. She talks about camping, travels, and walks to the woods. She remembers helping in the garden growing up and Girl Scout experiences as some of her favorite memories growing up. She loves learning, travel, worked at a university, and had a few close friends, my mom and I. My relationship with my mom was close as a child. Then we experienced some turbulence, as we call it, in my teen years. I believe to a large degree it stemmed from my fears or inability to truly accept unconditional love. From 18 years of age, so over the last 20 plus years, we have been very close, more like best friends and travel buddies. We communicate very calmly. We communicate very clearly. Sometimes I feel like I'm five years old with my mom, sometimes 10, sometimes 40, sometimes 80. I literally completely feel free to be myself. And if there's ever any attempt to put me in a box or not understand me, I speak up. <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing feeling. It's beyond priceless and I'm eternally grateful. Although this book initially came up to help serve you, the more I write it and speak it, I also have tears coming up all the time and I'm overwhelmed by love and gratitude and honor for my story. My dad's loves. My dad is very driven and generous in many ways. My dad often talks about creating markets and business. He understands things quickly without formal training. For example, when we moved to the United States, my dad was the one that had no formal language training. My mom did, yet he fearlessly started speaking English first. He is also fiercely loyal to our family and providing for us. This was done even to his own detriment of sacrificing himself, his dreams, and his health many times. My dad and I. My relationship with my dad growing up was close when I was very little. Then I think it was hard for my dad to understand a girl or me or both. I feel like many of us struggle between men versus women to be misunderstood versus listening to understand. We later got closer in my college years and spoke a lot about business. My dad was and is very excited about promotions and growth that I and my brother Alex have experienced. We also learned to communicate calmer and focus on joy. Historical influence. How is your mom? How are you similar? How do you want to be different? How is your dad? How are you similar? How do you want to be different? Have you honored him? Have you told him? Have you told your mom? Have you forgiven your mom or your dad for any pain or perceived pain? Have you stopped to think about that they did the best they could? Have you reframed any experiences to purpose? If you did not grow up with them or they are not alive, think about writing a letter to them, setting yourself free, releasing yourself and them because it's hurting you, my friend. Apply this to someone else if they raised you as well, especially if you harbor and you know, and you know if you do any resentment or negativity or judgment. How have you treated others how they treated you? How maybe have you judged others the way they did? How maybe have you judged them for how they raised you? What do you know their history to consider their life? How could you extend more grace and forgiveness to them, to yourself, and to others? How could you rewrite the stories for purpose 
How could you turn the pain into purpose? What unique experiences have you had? What ways do you interact that are different? Can you ask your mom or your dad for their background, more of their background? What did your mom do in elementary and middle school and high school? What about her dating? What about her marriage? Did your mom work? What did she do? What did she believe? How did she react when it came to faith, abundance, fear, or worry? Who, el who else may tell you more about your dad? His dating, his marriage. From his perspective, did your dad work? What did he do? What did he believe? How is his faith, abundance, fear, and worry? Who else may tell you more about your dad? What we overcome. We will not escape this journey of life alive. None of us walks through this life unscarred. But you have a choice to powerfully reframe and or forgive and release that pain and or turn that pain into purpose to help others. We have walked through experiences that feel painful, cause us pain, we choose to see as painful, are all of the above. I'm not immune to any of this. Often what we have overcome and our pain may paralyze us. It causes us to have fear, to stop, to stop trying, to quit on our dreams and give up hope on creating a life and a business we love. We can't seem to see past our past or we can't seem to see, pa see past our present. You read my story in the beginning of the stories I told or you can feel free as you guys are listening in to go to the post on Transformation Story or in my bio on experiencing what I'm sharing with you but also a battered relationship, the loss of my best friend, complexity and chaos in health, wealth, and business. So you know that you are not alone. We are in this thing called humanity together. I started remembering that in college, I reframed so many of my stories that I had lived up to that point. I realized that I was unaware of this skill when it happened back then. And when I started to really reflect on my own strengths and the times and experience I had, college came to mind. Why? Because I was learning, leading, experiencing, creating, expressing, traveling, writing, literally all the things I love freely. I started reflecting on this in 2011. I then started reflecting on my mindset. I realized I had this uncanny ability to turn pain into purpose. I realized like many of us that experience pain, I choose to be resilient. I remember speaking to students in large groups up to over 10,000 people in college about creating, about vision, about my experiences in my battered relationship. I chose to feel the pain. I chose to turn the pain into purpose for people to help them or help you realize you're not alone. Yes, I had stories in my mind about what I believed. Yes, I allowed pain. Yes, it sucked. However, I could choose to wallow in it and stay there and stay stuck, poor me, play the victim, repeat the story over and over and over, or I could choose to turn pain into purpose for people. I could choose to share it and set myself free. When we choose to hide our experiences and bury them, they often may turn into fear, shame, and guilt and condemnation, and they come out in many, many ways. 
So for example, addiction, abuse, hatred, to name a few, they're not by accident. They're coping mechanisms. They're burying something else that's deeper. We are refusing to forgive ourselves as well as others. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Pain to purpose. What have you overcome, my friend? Make a list. How do you demonstrate resilience? We get so stuck on sometimes things in the present moment and perceiving pain in a temporary circumstance that we forget to look back on how far we've come. We forget to celebrate all the successes we've had and to remind ourselves. What do you keep hidden from yourself and from others? How could you reframe the story for forgiveness, for grace, for redemption, for unconditional love? How have you been sharing what you've overcome? Write a letter to anyone that has harmed you, even if you don't mail it. To release the next level or layer of forgiveness for yourself and to help set yourself free. Write a letter to yourself forgiving yourself and expressing love for anything you judged yourself for. How could you turn pain into purpose? How could you serve others with what you've overcome? How could you extend more grace, forgiveness, and compassion to others? How we evolve. The story I have shared about my own transformation in the journey in the seven-year increments in the beginning and in my transformation story podcast and blog post show you how I chose to reframe my beliefs, my actions, and my stories. The old stories at one point had served, protected, or aligned to what I needed or wanted at the time. For example, corporate to calling. For years, I believed that I had to be or work in corporate to be successful as an employee. How do I know this? Because I know myself. I had side hustles 98% of the time. Or I was learning something new while I was still holding on to something out of security and fear. I realized that was true for me. Once I evolved at the core, I knew all I ever wanted was to be and have creative, expressive, and time, location, and financial freedom. For years, I was okay at being partially who I'm created to be. However, there came a point where the desire to become who I am truly created to be outweighed the fear of the unknown and other fears and breaking through barriers. As a child, our typical focus is love, acceptance, care, and survival. Our daily focus points in elementary school are very different typically than middle or high school or college or or adulthood. I was no different. But at the same time, they're still the same. Because we never let go at our deepest core of wanting love, acceptance, care, and survival. When I look back on my childhood, several key experiences are highlighted for me from ages one to seven. There was a fire where we were all okay around the time my brother was born that I remembered. Then the international influences continued in elementary. I had an Indian babysitter, Anise, 
a Filipino babysitter a couple years later, and a great friend from Vietnam, you and Lee, I would visit after school sometimes. There was always a lot of outdoor time, riding bikes, swimming, playing basketball outside with Rosrick. It was a, he was a friend of mine in elementary, and lots of swimming. One of my favorite memories was when I was about seven when I was in Girl Scouts. It was my first time being exposed to Girl Scout cookies and ultimately entrepreneurship. Actually, I take it back. I also had experiences in entrepreneurship when I visited my family in Poland. They owned a store. And even when I was six years old, they would let me help people in the store and handle money. So it was both of those came up around the same time. It felt like freedom. I remember seeing this teddy bear charm that I would get if I sold 200 boxes of cookies. It was a silver charm. I immediately got to work. I got a team, i.e. my mom and dad, and I went door to door, fearlessly by myself. Yes, we sold over 200 boxes of cookies and I got that teddy bear charm. It was such a confidence creator, you guys. I also remember several friends I had in elementary that we stayed friends all through elementary. I have some great memories and some that surprised me like many of us. I remember M&A originally from Turkey and lots of phone calls and hanging out. I remember Diane and sleepovers and prank calls. And I remember you and Lee, of course, who lived by the school and I would hang out with after school a lot. I remember writing books already in elementary. Yes, elementary. We had a teacher who had us submit for publication simply to give us faith and insight to the process no matter what happened. I remember having so much fun through it all. I remember being exposed to a love of travel through my mom. I remember traveling to Poland when I was six with my mom. While my dad stayed home and worked, I wanted us all to go. It was my first trip back overseas at that point since first coming to the U.S. I remember my mom being pregnant like very pregnant, you guys, with my mom. I mean, with my mom. I remember my mom being very pregnant with my brother and having lots of fun on the plane with the flight attendants. I wrote, I journaled, I watched movies. I have lots of incredible memories. Also with my grandma, with her garden, especially with raspberries. In Polish, you say malinki and yummy food. She loved cooking for those she loved, especially pierogi. And nalishniki, these are Polish dishes that are similar to dumplings or crepes with all kinds of stuffing varieties. They're amazing. I remember lots of fun times with relatives and times with my cousin Kasia and lots of friends playing outside in nature. It's interesting also as I write this, how I remember more as I go and I revisit different chapters as I'm editing and walking through this book. And you can see how I'm giving you guys excerpts of stories. And in my book, Faith, which will be released in 2020, I'll go deeper into different stories. And it's interesting that when we serve others, in turn, we also get served. It's the flow of life. There are moments of impact that stand out to us in our lives that perhaps disrupted the status quo involved pain or perceived pain or made us feel unsafe or unstable or unloved. We created a story that likely you guys wasn't at all what the other person intended because they were dealing with their own story and their own pain. I am no different in that I have also had this amazing human experience. 
I remember when I was eight, my grandma came to visit us in the US for the second time. She came when I was about two, but I don't remember that consciously. I remember when she came when I was eight for a lot of reasons. So she always cooked my favorite dishes, like I mentioned, the pierogi. I even ate 21 of them, you guys, when she made it, especially for my eighth birthday. I also remember going with her to Sears, a department store, a lot and helping her return things because she didn't speak English and needed my services as a translator. I also remember many fights between her, my dad, and other family that was visiting. It was one of the first times that I saw consistent discord or disunity among people. I didn't like it. How we evolve. Childhood. What are some of your experiences as a child? What types of family life did you have? What traditions do you remember? What was important to your family? What experiences in elementary school? What are some of your pivotal moments? What cultural exposure did you have? Did you travel? Where did you travel? What sorts of traditions did your family have? How did your parents spend time? How did you spend time? So I hope you enjoyed this this sneak peek into how passion plus purpose equals profits and my upcoming book. If you would love to pre-order it, you can go to the toolbar or to the website fitlifecreation.com books and it's in the book section. And um, comment, feel free to tag a friend, share this and chat soon. Thank you for tuning in with me on It's a Fit Life Creation podcast. If you haven't already, head on over to our fitlifecreation.com website, follow us on all our social channels, and explore our freebies library. You'll find freebies on health, freebies on wealth, freebies on biz, and all in one. Explore at our experiences, events, influencers. We help the community and influencers get healthy, make money, and build brands. To create a life and a business you love.